What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And what's up? It's your girl, April Jones. It's DJ Damage. Let's get this show started, baby. So listen, before we get started to the recklessness, I have to say, my Instagram is back. Hollywood yes. Unlocked Instagram hey. is back. And we're going to just leave it right here in the lower third for the whole show. I'm so excited. Uh, but before we get into everything, uh, please download and subscribe to the show on Spotify, Ooh. iTunes, yes, Google sir. Play. Watch us on YouTube. Subscribe there, too, and on iHeartRadio. Back. Listen, I have this new thing where I wake up in the morning and I say, I want to get me some green tea because I, I, I do feel like a white woman living in Hollywood these days. So <laughs> oh my God. I'm on my healthy shit. I caught the flu. Um, no, food poisoning. lost 10 pounds. So now I think I'm skinny. I can't shop at H&M yet. Yeah. But you know, I'm getting there. Is that a goal? Is that where you're trying to, right? Yeah. Like, is that where you're trying to shop at is H&M? H&M is when you can fit into H&M clothing, that's when you know you're on the right track. It's not necessarily something that you want to be rocking every day. Okay. But I mean, it's just like now I can shop where all the young, skinny white boys from West Hollywood shop. They shop at Top Shop, by the way. Top Shop? Top Shop. That's better than H&M for, is, these, is it, for them. Is it? Way yeah. more expensive, too. And so. it's so nice. You want to blow the check. You're right. talking about shit I haven't been able to fit, so don't know. <laughs> Okay. But um, I was sitting there sipping the green juice, and then all of a sudden, the Hollywood Unlocked Instagram popped up, and my staff went crazy. And so we've been, I was a little late today because we've been putting everything together, phone calls, we went live with Cardi, live with Sky. Um, and nice. just, you know, people are excited. I'm excited. So we're back, and we're going to get into some things. That's, Let's that's, go. Yes, sir. That's Nicki Minaj's line, and I am taking it from uh, the uh, the rapper from Queens. But, uh, oh, boy. She's from Queens, right? I yeah. think so. Whatever. So we're back. <laughs> April, what have you uh, been up to? Oh, I was about to ask, how was your weekend? Because you always seem to ask everybody else, and then you're the last one. So can I throw it back to you or not? Sure. Okay. Okay. So, um, Lit. have we talked about? We've talked about the Broner fight here. Yeah. No, no, we, no, about we did not. We okay. didn't. No. No. Okay. By the time you watch the show, you will have watched our DJ Damage and I interview Tiffany Haddish. Um, April was busy. She's going to tell you what she was doing. She had a pre-commitment, and it's my fault that she wasn't there. Thank you. So she's definitely going to let y'all know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Damage and I, um, well, let me back up. I went to Vegas for the Broner and Pacquiao fight. Crazy fight. You know, I really don't like going to sporting events because I really don't, it, whether you throw it in that hole or this pot, whether the ball goes in that hole or this hole basket, I don't care. <laughs> I'm not a huge sports fan. But, but how, did you enjoy the fight? Yeah, it's a fight. I did enjoy the fight because we went as a team, and I wanted to see Pacquiao win, and he won. Pacquiao yeah. is a little that motherfucker. I don't know if y'all know. He's this, a beast. But Pacquiao's calves are like this big. It's bigger than his <laughs> leg. I paid attention to that. Why though? He's a he's boxer. Asian. What? You, you got to be on your toes. You got to move your feet. Footwork. What did he say? He's a boxer, and I said he's Asian. <laughs> if you notice, like a lot of Asians, their calves are really big. Well, they're, really? they're real I think it's like genetic, close like to Filipinos. The ground. He is really petite, but I mean he's. A little compact, but he 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 packs a big punch, no pun intended, and um he just is nonstop. But he he's he, a runner. He whipped Broner's mm. ass, and then at the end, Broner got up there and said he won. Broner said he won. He was running at the end, yo. He had me dying. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. When he was running, and then he ran up and was like, <laughs> and like he won. I was like, you know what, do, Adrian? Do you, do you think that he? Do you think that he really believed he won? I think he really did. But for me, watching as an outside, literally, he was doing this the whole time, like. <laughs> And I'm just like, and I'm not really into sports either, but I'm like, dude, you're not hitting. Well, you're not throwing punches. He wasn't throwing any punches. Well, to Adrian's credit, I will say, having been around him many times, he was in a really great shape. Shout out to Badu Jack, who had a rough fight, the fight before with Michael Brown. I mean, when he headbutted him and opened oh up God. that hole, it was, re- you know, when once that blood started coming down, it, it came out the, the entire fight. But, you know, Ugh. 
he stuck in there and he he did it because I'm telling you something. I get a bloody nose. I go. He to was the fine yard. as hell, <laughs> yeah. and I'm not saying that he ain't fine. But now he got that scar on his head. Nah, that's that, a war scar. Ugh. I mean, it's it's it, they did a really good uh, stitching. And it looks good, so I think it'll heal good. And then I mean, there's creams and it's stuff. It's 2019. Yeah, yeah you, can, you can stitch that up. Especially or, with the money he got from that fight. Or you can go get some skin off your ass and put it right over your forehead. Okay. Yeah. You, you, you can patching. You, yeah, you can fix it. Yeah. Oh, please. <laughs> Lino, when I got shot, when I was a, when I was a kid and I got shot, and there was a, there's still a scar, but it's different now. Um, the scar was like this, because the hole was like that, so they pulled it together like mm-hmm. this. And... It was darker than my leg, so it was an ugly scar. And then they were like, do you want to do cosmetic surgery? I'm like, for what? The only person that's going to see that is somebody giving me a head, and they ain't going to be looking at no damn scar. They sure ain't. Damn, I almost got my dick shot off. That was amazing. Good for you. All right, so uh, we interviewed Tiffany Haddish. Um, let me just say, shout out to Lit. Tiffany. Um, what did yeah, you think yeah. of the interview? Uh, yeah, first of all, she's way more funnier than you think she's going to be. Of course, you know, she's a comedian. But it seemed like we were just having a conversation. It didn't feel like an interview. And to, just to feel that energy and how funny she was and the story she told, that shit was incredible. Yeah. I'm she's so she's, the, yeah, she's a crazy. natural. She's just a natural. And I think... Um, the vibe was heavy. You know, uh, I'll tell the story a little bit more in depth here because you'll we'll have already watched the interview. But her people told her, do the interview with the view. Give it to the view. Give mm. it to yeah. a bigger platform, you know, a, a more mainstream platform. And she said, uh, she shared on the sh- on the interview. She said, "No, I'm you know I'm gonna share it with Jason because I love his show. Um, I love him. He keeps it real, and um, you know he's been through what I've been through. So I thought it was great because so dope. I'm wearing the sweater. <clears throat> Black brands matter. And we dropped this line Need on Hollywood one. Unlocked. You can go here to Hollywood uh, the and slash shop and get it, and I'll get one for both of you. But um, I created it because I feel like, especially when it comes to big movie stars like her, because although she was just sitting there funny, she's a huge movie star. Yeah, hey, uh, They don't come back to urban media. Once they get to a certain place where you're on, she was telling stories about being interviewed by Ellen and hanging with Oprah and this and that. Yeah. I mean, like, this is somebody who's at a certain level of success that rarely reaches back. So for that, I just felt like, damn, like, it really embodies Love. who she is. You're right. a real one, Tiffany. I'm sorry that I missed it. <laughs> I'm really mad It was about fun, that. too. Thanks, Jason. Tell the story how you missed it. Um, well, so the following week I was in Chicago and I you know, was working on some music. And I reached out to Jason, you know, letting him know, hey, do we have these dates open? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no problem. Okay, so I pre-bought <laughs> my ticket and set up, uh, you know, where I, you know, this weekend I went and did my two videos in Chicago. And then he tells me, yes, are you available on this date? I'm like, are you kidding me? Come on. Like, Tiffany had (laughs) So sad. You guys, I love her. She's Sagittarius like me. I freaking love her. I'm so, so upset with you that I I missed you. I will make it up by making sure we get her in the studio at some point. Because she, like, what I was, I won't lie. I was really nervous. Was I nervous? You was you was nervous, but I knew you was gonna kill it. No. I was like, dude, yeah. it's like this is this is your this is you. I was so nervous, I made him nervous because yeah, he was like, yo, <laughs> because you think somebody big like that. The last time I hung yeah. out with her was Miami. All right, y'all had a great time. <laughs> that didn't go well, you know, because of the. No, I know, but, but y'all still yeah. had fun though. Yeah, no, yeah. but hearing the actual story that she told, it did go well. She did it on purpose. I thought that was dope too. Like we thought she froze and forgot her stuff she did that consciously like i'm not going to give y'all a show i think that was a big thing that stood out 
about our uh, sit down with her. But I think it was a big test to show, you know, I, I've been when doing my research and reading everything. First of all, when you read her book, The Last Black Unicorn, Yo. you do learn a lot of she's been through adversity from being from a kid all the way to where she is now from an abusive husband, um, getting pregnant, having to go through the abortion experience. Uh having sex with handicaps the book is a okay, mess you know what? her ex her ex's side chick yeah. and and his friends and his friends goodness for, gracious for a small she's a real one for sure but it showed that she's had l's she's had experiences that have been difficult and she made it through yeah. and i think that i mean the fact that and then at the end you know we were able to uh fashion over thank you shout out to fashion over who gave her ten thousand dollars for her she ready foundation benefiting foster kids who uh so dope. go from one place to another they take their stuff uh, in their luggage she buys she gets them luggage so they feel like they're going on a journey journey instead of throwing their stuff in trash bags that's dope and uh then the auction she auctioned off some Lowry seasoning salt and she made about $3500 from that 3500 on some seasoning salt that's dope big them greens are going to be lit <laughs> so shout out to Tiffany Haddish and shout and out to everybody that came you forget to tell people it was sold out so sold out lying around the corner so i'm in vegas and i check in with the ticket office and they're like 48 tickets sold when i tell you i could not sleep because i was like oh ain't nobody coming it's gonna be empty this is a oh my god it's a flop and she was really like relax they gonna come everybody's gonna come it's gonna be amazing and it was it was more than sold out it was there was a line wrapped around the corner so shout out to all our fans and all her fans who came shout out, to support. out yeah it was a really good night. Amazing. All right. So um, what else have you been working on? Uh, for me, of course, you know, I'm always working on my vlog with my son, man. Make sure y'all check it out. Sunday fun. Went to Sky Zone for the first time. Where you jump on the trampolines and shit. Oh, mm. that's, that's I, fun. I haven't did that in a long time. You yeah. don't know how scary a trampoline is until you're a grown ass person with all that body weight. I was <laughs> jumping way too high. I fell a couple times. I had to, I had to tap out. Yeah. Last time you've been on the trampoline. <laughs> No, I mean, back in the day when me and Evan Ross used to get drunk in the hills, we would all be jumping on trampolines. But that's just scary. I, mean, we, I wasn't like jumping like they were. I'm, I'm my big ass ain't about to be flipping around on no goddamn. That's trampoline. what. I, you know, but, but you yeah. jump on it and you can't anticipate how high you're gonna go. I really had this. I was like, you know what, son, this is for you. This is way too. So did he enjoy it? Oh, he had a good time. And you, you've taken your kids. Oh yeah, they love it. So it's just a place to let kids run loose and jump. I around. jump. And you know they have that wall, so you can jump and then you can hit your body into the. No, but for, for what? I mean, I'm a big kid, so I don't care. I almost killed the kids in there. My big ass was jumping around, knocking kids off the trampoline. Yeah, I felt it, bad. I know. I was murdering kids in there. Tiffany tells a story during our interview. <laughs> she told a story during an interview how she killed an old man at a bar mitzvah. Yeah, that was funny. She's a she's a bass. Oh my! God. But they tipped her. I missed after, all these good stories. After she killed the old man, the family tipped her after the fact. Like it's he like, went out with like, a bang. It's like, bitch, we came up. We got this motherfucking insurance money. Oh, I didn't even think about it like that. I did. What? It's always about the bag. Listen, Damn. do you think? If oh I, shit! Listen, if I could be on a Norwegian yeah. uh, cruise line and just you know tip one of my siblings over the edge, no, I would get that bag. No, you yes. are terrible for that. Oh, don't say that's not true. I would Cheryl. That's who I would put. Cheryl. <laughs> Sorry, Cheryl. All right, so tell us about Chicago and the music. Um, Yeah, I mean, I just, I filmed two videos. I was there for, what, three days? Mm -hmm. And I got a lot of work done, man. I hardly slept, but it was well worth it. Shot um, two videos for uh, my EP. Nice. Just trying to get the visuals done. Um, Smart. Yeah, for when the, you know, when the songs are released. I go back in a week. Nice. Um, To shoot another video. Do it again. Are, are you proud of the outcome of it? Oh. I am so proud of the outcome. And a lot of what's going to be on my EP is just real, this is my truth, you know? And I don't think people have really seen that kind of like raunchy side of me. They hear me talk about it, but they don't know like mm. 
Oh, no, I guess when I asked people, they're like, yeah, you're so sweet and you seem just so innocent. I'm like, huh? Because I'm a mama, I'm innocent. Like, damn, I like sex. I like, you know, certain things, you know. What's so. interesting how, especially more for women than men, but women get put in a box of this is who you are. This, yeah. is, this is the only person we want you to be. Yeah. And so be that. Yeah, no. Well, fuck yeah, we're going to be what we want to be. Right. I have to tell you, last night I saw Bruno Mars. I forgot to tell you. I don't have many crushes, but I don't know that I have a crush on Bruno Mars because he's too small. He is very little. Did he, you see him perform? You just saw him. I was on set of one of his videos. Oh, okay. He's dope, though. No, he's got he, swag. The boy can sing. Boy and can he, move, And he's too. cool, and he's a just, you know, he's a master creative. So sitting back and watching him being in the video and then directing the video and then coordinating what dancers are doing and then making sure makeup. I mean, like, he's... He's dope. He's dope. Um, but I do have a new celebrity crush. Unfortunately, he's married. I want to hack his Ooh. wife's page. And Idris? No. Oh. Idris. What's wrong with it? Oh, wait, 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 I wait, love wait, wait. Idris. Oh, my God. I was so there? mad that he gets married. Idris is not my, that's not my. Okay, name. who is he? His name is Kane Brown. He's a black country singer. Oh, he light-skinned. Light-skinned with, the, with he, the white wife. Yeah, he was on, um. Good morning, he was on America. The Voice. No, I'm talking about when he before he was on like The Voice or something. He performed on The Voice, and that was the first time I saw him. I was like, "Wow, he got some swag." I ain't done enough research, but I went to go look at his Instagram page, and I was really excited because I was like, "Oh my god, I got a crush!" And then he, every other photo was him and his wife. I'm that's like, right. "That's right, that's right, that's right." Why, why the fuck is Turner. she there? Black because men don't he cheat. Her. You a damn fucking liar. We all, don't cheat. All men cheat. No, black Not, men don't cheat. All men cheat. Google it. Men cheating has no color. You black, white, pink. I don't want to say all men cheat, but most black of y'all motherfuckers do. Men. And then y'all don't had a nerd to lie about it. That's well, what I don't. Well, do. I don't lie. First of all, I don't cheat, and I don't lie. Well, you just said all men, so yeah, take the back. Yeah, Hello. well, all straight men, gay men cheating just don't really count because we're men. It's not really cheating. It's like a negative and a negative equals a positive, right? No, makes no sense. Absolutely wait, nothing. Wait, in algebra, does a negative and a, oh, a negative and a negative equals a positive? No, right? it doesn't. It equals a negative. No, it doesn't. A negative and a positive equals a negative. If you multiply, right? But a negative and a negative does not equal a positive. It Listen, equals a negative. When mm -hmm. my when my bank accounts said. used to go negative and I was negative, it was I negative. Know, I don't know. It was exactly. Negative. It was still negative. <laughs> wait, is a negative and a negative still negative? Yes, mm -hmm. and a negative and a positive is still positive. No, it's not. A negative and a positive is negative. Okay, listen, for all what of we all be wrong. For all of the scholars <laughs> out there who, who, who are watching the show, we literally are just acting to show you that it doesn't matter if you don't know anything <laughs> you're learning in school because you can still be successful. <laughs> True. All right, so Chris Brown is in the news. Uh, he was in Paris for Fashion Week and was arrested on charges of rape. A woman there claims that she met Brown and his friends at a club in Paris, and then they went back to the hotel um, and and she was allegedly raped. Uh, he's since come out and said, that bitch is a lie, and I'm going to sue her, and that it's not true. And so there it is. Instagram has gone crazy. Social media has gone wild, and everybody has an opinion. What do you all think? Um, you know, I just think it's actually really ridiculous. Like, he's, he's he has recently, to me, I feel like Chris is, like, very low-key. He's been staying in. You don't really hear about him being out. And then the moment that he goes... To Paris, and then uh, what happened? Didn't he the first like he he's owning his own masters and all mm -hmm. this like mm -hmm. this big announcement Which is of great him? News, yeah, by the yeah. Way. huge, amazing news that now someone wants to say that oh you raped me like it's just ridiculous like he has Chris can get pussy anywhere okay he doesn't have to go and rape any woman there's many and tons of women who would love to screw him he doesn't have to do that yeah and 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 the thing is if that was in his character we'd have been her rumblings of that being in his character, right? We, we heard that he gets aggressive, he likes to fight, but never have we ever heard 
that Chris is taking pussy. Come like, on. Well, I'm going to go on record to saying that I believe it's all bullshit. And, you Definitely. know, with Chris Brown, it's so easy to throw shit on him because of his past. Right. But knowing Chris from, I don't know him now, but having known him before and having seen, like, all the stuff that's gone on mm-hmm. with him and women in the news, he's been pretty much open about the things that he has done. I don't see this being a real story. But I watched a video that Oprah did online, and she said that when she was on trial in Texas mm-hmm. with the uh, beef industry, because she had said that she doesn't eat beef and that beef is bad or whatever, and then the industry like had a big impact and they sued her. Mm-hmm. She had to move her show and all her employees and stuff to Texas for, like I don't know, however many weeks. She said that when she was on the stand and the man was yelling at her, mm-hmm. like, you're trying to destroy my client and tr- destroy this industry and all that. She said she had to really stay calm and say, that is not who I am, and I'm not going to be invited to that energy because uh-huh. that's not who I am. Right. It's really hard when she was describing it. I'm thinking when people attack you, you do want to get online yeah. and say, this ain't me, motherfucker. But you, if you know who you are, you don't even have to respond to exactly. it. Exactly. It's tough. It's powerful to have that type of self-control. So, you know, shout out to Chris. You, you've been through a lot. We've been through a lot yeah, talking man. about you here on the show and on Hollywood Unlocked. But, you know, I, I hope it's cleared up quickly. And I do want to see him sue the girl because I do believe. Yeah. Right, right, right. One of my friends said to me, um... Oh, you know, when somebody comes for you, you do this, you do this, you do that. Mm-hmm. And I say, you know what? You motherfucking right. Because anybody that comes for me should know that you will be met with a fight. <laughs> you will be met with a fight. And anything. Hit in, any, in the pockets. Any resource. I, no, not just the pockets. There's so many ways of of destroying somebody trying to destroy you. Some people say don't give that energy. And maybe you don't give it energy. I don't know. I personally don't believe in being bullied or being run over being taken advantage of you know with our instagram being back there was a, there were people paying hackers to hack our page people and getting caught fingerprints over everything we're gonna get into that there were people that hired employees on my team to work for them mm-hmm. to undermine me and to try to set up me up in my business uh there were so many things working on the low that got caught and so while many people would say, your Instagram is back, your show is popping, everything's great, you got Tiffany, move forward. I'm going to move forward. We're going to keep killing it. Mm. But I'm coming back to get you. <laughs> yeah. So if you're yeah, watching, if Jason you're watching, if you're a fan listening, please send this link right now to all of them because Jason Lee ain't even got started yet. I'm coming. And you're going to feel it. Oh, you're going to feel it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, it's so funny. As soon as the Instagram pages came up, the, the private investigator, because I hired, because I had to hire, I had to find out where people lived. I had to find out what people were doing. I needed to know who I'm dealing with before I start to address things because um, it's going to be painful. Well, anyway. In other news. Let's move along. All right. So it says in the news that Tayana Taylor slams the rumors that her husband um, impregnated a woman that they had a threesome with. Oh. Um, right. So Tayana deleted her Instagram account. Um, it was said that Iman Shumpert had a threesome with his wife with Albie Rides, an adult porn star. Um, and, you know, Tayana has a record call three ways where she actually talked about her participation in a threesome with her husband. Um, she went on Twitter saying that she's never seen or touched that girl in her life. My page is gone because I'm upset at Def Jam for not dropping my damn WTP, um, which is work that pussy video on time per usual. Um, it's really sad that these lies are entertained so much when um, it's not the truth. And Iman is not dumb. He knows that I would kill him. End of the story. Hello. So uh, what do you guys think about that? That's crazy. 
Well, I talked to I talked to Tiana. I mean, we didn't get into that. She's she's in Atlanta recording. She sounded um, upbeat, so yeah. she didn't sound like she was sad. I this goes back to again where um, we live in a, a time where people have to go online and defend yeah. that they don't have a baby with a side chick. But the thing about it is, is even if she did want to, because I've heard we were talking about this earlier, mm-hmm. and damage like. Uh, that she did an interview saying that she had had a threesome, um, that, that that's what they do. They've been very open about it. Right, but it's like, and then people want to slam, you know, slam her and her husband for that. You should never invited that into your house, but maybe she actually likes it. It's not always the men that likes having threesomes. It, uh, w- there are women out here who actually like it too. But you know the, what I'm but saying? But the greatest part about being in a relationship with another individual is you all get to define what that relationship exactly. is. So, and, I, and I think like with Iman, you know, it's interesting that right when he drops, because he's he also does music. Right when he drops his music, then this rumor comes out, and then and then Tiana took to Instagram to explain, I mean to Twitter to explain that she took it down because of her label. Yeah. But either way, what if they did have a baby with a third person? Is that what would you do? I, I don't know. Oh shit. I mean, if they, but I'm saying, if, let's just <laughs> that's a say, whole other question. Right, it is. But let's you. just say that they're because they obviously do threesomes together, and that's something she knows. Then they'll handle it at you know the way that they need to handle it. But when two people are on the same page, I'm gonna be honest with you. You're on the same page with someone, and you're inviting that into your. Then that's yeah. something that y'all gonna have it's to discuss together. You feel me? But but I don't think she dumb to let him screw nobody without a condom. You feel me? Nah. I just don't think that. But, but this is the up. sad. This is the sad truth right now. In social media, it's hard to live your truth. So. I was kind of skeptical when she went on an interview talking about how she does threesomes being open like that because now you invite people to have say in your personal life. Yeah, that is true. And yeah, you should live your truth. But it seems like the more honest you are now in this world, the social media world, the more you got to defend and people can bring up stuff. And now you got to keep defending and defending your truth. If she would have never said that, people would have heard stuff like that and be like, eh, I don't really believe it. Well, yeah, but it's her but, truth. So what the fuck was? But I will, it's just a weird but I will time. say the one thing that I won't do, because I, I think about that, what you just said is true. It's fucked you up. know, I'm not going to allow myself to be baited into defending everything. Yeah. That one thing did bother me, though, because it's just the craziest thing. So I could understand where she is and wanting to respond. Yeah. I mean, in knowing Iman, um, I'm sure, you know, he's trying to figure out how to piece it all together because, I mean, one, you got to manage your relationship and stay happy. Yeah. Two, you have to think about your daughter's going to see this online at some point. And three, you definitely want to respond because as a brand, it doesn't make you necessarily look good. But let me just say, uh, one, if I was in a situation where me and my partner was hooking up, well, we wouldn't have no babies. Uh, exactly. So just leave it that. Leave it there. Yeah. But, but do you think the woman, if there was a woman that had a baby or was pregnant, should she have an abortion or should she let them make that decision for her? Well, I mean, I think that it's her body. Her body. I her think choice. it's her body, so it's her choice. You feel mm. me? Because it was a choice that they all made to think, sleep together. But don't you think though that she should be like, okay, this is not my family. This is a hookup thing. Yeah, I can't but- have this baby. See, but that's that's a little deep. You can, you know, he shouldn't be dumping off in it. If that's right, the case. exactly. Should Especially be if you first of all, and you should never finish. No man in a threesome. You should not be finishing with another. With be the at, other chick, right? Oh, that's how you with get another your ass chick, for. unless the, your girl says so. And then if you make that decision and that choice to do so, and the girl gets pregnant, that's on you. Yeah, but I do think though, that's if, definitely if, how it if, works. If, if, <laughs> if you have the privilege of joining a, a happy couple uh-huh. and getting some dick or whatever you get, and you accidentally get pregnant. 
there shouldn't even be a conversation. The baby got to go. No, that's not how that works. The, the, no, that girl is no, not because that let baby did not ask to be here. And I really truly believe in that. You should never, as two, as two, three adults consenting in sex and activity and screwing each other, knowing mm-hmm. you could get pregnant. But you don't that, get rid of no child. Baby, just be. I don't care. Then on. you should have never done it. That baby did not even have a say so before it was forced into a world of chaos. You are yeah, now, but you as a hold on. You are no. now in a family. That don't even want you. The and guess what? Don't want you. And guess what? I'm sure they ain't gotta be a part, but he need to do his part in making sure that that baby is taken care of. That baby not asked to be here, and that baby surely did not ask for these these three people to con- have consensual sex. But shouldn't that woman automatically know? Like, I didn't open up no, my. No, that's not I how that know, works. I didn't open up my uterus to you. Open up my vagina. So yeah, no, you're, the, but that's all a part of the, the functionality. Of I the don't know pussy. that part of the body, fellas. Yes. Unfortunately, do not nut in, uh, in exactly. chicks if you don't want to get her pregnant. Period. Fellas, point blank. If you in a threesome, cool. you nutting your wife. That's it. <laughs> yeah, but listen, this you is coming, your girl. Or bro. wear condoms. This is 2019. Pullout game Facts. is definitely back. Okay, so if you have strong pullout game and some accidentally drip up in it, no, that's the des- and that's nasty anyway because Can't men carry dripping. stuff and there's tricking. What is it? The trick? I'm just call it the trick. The trick. And there's BV. There's certain diseases and bacterial infections. Honey, please don't do that. Don't do that to yourselves, ladies. No, no, no. Um, no. excuse me, but the women is giving it to the men. Mm. Um, and y'all giving it to other women. Uh oh. Actually, no. The women getting it from the men that got it's it from another man. That got it from another man. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> oh, let's Next. just move right along. All right. Well, Tayana and Iman, <laughs> I pray for peace and and we yeah, love you. But I will say again, just because you become a celebrity doesn't mean you be, need to be Beyonce, where everything about your personal life is on lockdown. Like she's done a great job. No, of keeping, I agree. Of keeping her business private, but I think that if you choose to share. You should be strong enough to deal with the people that now are invited to be a part of your life. Yeah. Okay. You got All right. So what's going on with Future? Yeah. Future says Russell Wilson would do exactly what she tells him to do. She, of course, is Sierra, uh, Future's ex-fiance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Future made an appearance on Beats One Radio for an interview, discussed the album Wizard. Love that album. And he claims Sierra introduced his kid, Baby Future, to Russell before um, Future and Russell ever met. And so on, so on. So um, basically he's saying Russell just does whatever Sierra tells him to do. He doesn't feel like it's right for his son to be around Russell before they met. And a whole bunch of other things he said. But uh, He said that he, Russell's not being a man in that situation. But let me, let me say that when I'm in a relationship, a because I run my company, I run everything, my brand and all that. When I am in a relationship, I do like my partner to run things. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Like I don't want to come home and... Worry about where, where you where we going, what you want to do, what trip we take in. We, mm-hmm. what, what, I don't even want to think about that. So I don't think it makes you any less. Because somebody asked me one day when I was with my ex, which one of you are the man and which one of you are the woman? Oh, shit. And I was like, well, first of all, we both have penises. So we're both men. But at home, I'm very submissive to right what we're doing and what the what our life is going to be because outside of that i have to control everything but i felt that i felt that was very interesting like why does it make you less of a man i think a man i mean nah. you know, i feel like less- i feel like this is being taken out of context when i feel like he says russell's not being a man as in man to man right so for me i'm I'm a, I'm a man with a child and if the mother of my child was to date somebody, I would want to meet him before they start interacting with my son because I'm an active father. So I'm looking at what Future is saying is like, you're not being a man because regardless of what she is doing, you're supposed to come to me as a man. But Sierra said she did. In an interview, she said she she did go. He he, said after the fact. 
And that's future being, and that's future doing what he's doing, and that's his pride, and that's his ego. But he said they try to introduce him after the fact. You was already around my son, so why are you trying to introduce now? And like I said, that's on future and his ego. But that's what he meant by. Well, man, integrity, man to man. So at some point, you're going to have another man in your life. And yeah. when you do, yeah. are you going to overthink how you will, how you partner with that man? Or what, what do you make of all this? Um, no, because me and Omari don't really get along. Mm-hmm. So um, no, like mm-hmm. just on a normal day-to-day basis for three years of us being single, like he's just not the friendliest person. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why I should have to consider, you know, his feelings when it pertains to who I choose to mm-hmm. love. Um, although, you know what I mean? Like if he would like to meet them, yeah, but I'm not going to call and be like, yo, someone's in my life. Do you want to meet the person? Cause we but, don't talk. But not about that. Wait, 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 wait. Let me ask. What do you think about Russell though? How he showed up as a stepfather to future son? Because I think he manned the fuck up. Yeah. Cause one thing I would say, mm. well, let me say this. Cause I'm mm. sure you have strong opinions. When I see somebody and let me start by saying future, you know, I love you and I love future's music. He's one of my favorite rappers. That said, he just had two kids at the same time. He has shown a consistent pattern. I think he has about 10 Hello. children. He's shown a consistent pattern of not necessarily <clears throat> being the most present, responsible man in these child's and women's lives. So Sierra looked like she found her fairy tale husband. Right. And if they are happy with the way they live, why does anybody care? And he still gets his son. You know, they still go. They still co-parent. Because I, I got a been, question for Russell's both of y'all. Russell's been a great daddy. I got future. a question for both of y'all. Okay. If the tables were turned, if Future was the one to get a new girlfriend and brought sure. baby Future around, the new girlfriend and was parading him around, would that be wrong? I wouldn't care. Like, for example, if Amari basically got into a relationship mm-hmm. with someone and it was a woman that was around my children um, and she did come around me, I would expect her to speak. No, not come I'm, around you. Just you see on social media that somebody's around your kids. Yeah. Like a woman. Yeah, to me, I wouldn't care. Well, but if, okay. but if my kids come back and say that there's something funny happening or if my kids are acting different, then we're going to have a problem. Other than that, I could really care who he has in his life. We've had we've had Tori Hart here and I asked her, did Aniko ask you for permission before she started taking pictures with your children and all of that? And, and she said no. Right. That's a different situation where there's no family, like, let me let's take a step back because right now what we're doing is we're making this about Sierra Future and Russell instead of the kid, right? The kid deserves love. That's what I'm talking okay, about. But the kid deserves love. Right. But the parents have a responsibility on how they all share that love with that kid. I think that if if Russell shows up and becomes a good stepdad to a kid whose father is intentionally absent, then that parent loses their responsibility, their opportunity to participate in that process. Right, so so should- we know for a fact that Future is an absent father. That's what we're saying right now. Well, that's, I mean, what, that's is a, what-, what is a fact when we're not in the relationship? From the outside, one could speculate based on all the conversations. Because he doesn't online. seem like an absent father. It's, well, not, it's not like he's dead or he's on drugs or he's in jail. But he you, doesn't seem like, like, no, my, my, just my, like my, what, my dad ain't never <clears throat> did drugs. My dad worked in the jail and he was absent as fuck. Absent. Big ass A on his motherfucking report. So card. true. So you ain't gotta have drugs. You ain't got my he had a whole family, a whole wife, a whole kid, a whole liquor store, a whole job career. And he you seeing absent. your children for two days out of the fucking month, and then when you see them and you wanna put it on social media and disperse those photos when you do see them because that's a lot of fathers out here or just whoever the parents that are Instagram social mm-hmm. media parents you, yeah. and it's, then people believe no, oh you're that. a good parent like no you're not if you see your, if not. you see your kid on Instagram more than in person you a fuck boy period period and at the end of the day I don't give a fuck about but, your record your tour I don't give a fuck about your but is that what's happening but we've seen more pictures of Russell and and Future's baby and than video and his child truth 
but who has custody of Listen, the child? Listen, it don't matter. I'm See, saying yeah. because wait, I'm wait, a dad. Wait, wait, wait. I'm yeah. saying because but I'm a dad. But you know what's, exactly. but you know what's problem? What's the problem? Is And this is not to you. This is just for men out there listening. My father, I'm 41 and barely starting to deal with the shit from my dad abandoning me. You have an obligation to fight for your child. It ain't about whether you and the baby mom don't get along. It ain't whether about it ain't about whether or not the, there's a new guy. You're supposed to fight to be in your kid's life. Right. And so if you and your girl can't figure it out, guess what? You got to put all your pride aside and say, whatever I got to do to fix this, because I want to get to that. Men don't do that. They because don't. all men don't give a fuck about their no, kids. No, there's definitely some pride issues there. But let's take it back to the original question, right? Is it wrong for somebody to want to meet man to man before somebody's around your kids? Because I know oh, that's I what I will. I will want that respect. I'm an active father. If my the mother of my son was to date somebody new and he's playing with my son and picking him up but and I flipping am, him but around. I, but I answered that question. I'm going to tell you the answer one more time. It really depends on... How active that person is in trying to be a father to that child. Okay. You cannot be an abandoned, you cannot abandon the kid. And let's back up. The kid's life is based on, is going to be based on what stability they have around them, Mm -hmm. right? Love. Are they eating regularly? Do, Do they sleep comfortable at night? Are they going to a good school? And if you're a father that has the means to provide that, and you get mad at her, and I ain't fucking with that bitch, fuck that bitch, and you abandon her to where she financially now can't lay out all the things that child deserves, Mm. and you prevent that child from having the nurture and the resources to become the best individual that they can that had nothing to do with whatever you're doing, and then because you see her become happy and stable with a person that now is providing that for him, and you pop up saying, because I gave you my cum, I have the right to have an opinion, fuck, you have a seat. That's so true. You don't. Because I don't think what people realize, my mother and my father, he was a he was a correction officer and she worked at the California Youth Authority. Both of them very successful in their own right. They met, they came together. He had a whole family and a wife. She knew that. They had sex. They had me. He backed off. She couldn't deal with raising a kid on her own. She then got into drugs. She then couldn't raise me. She then put me in foster care. That broken relationship set the trajectory of what could have been a stereotypical failure in life. I just figured how to take, oh, you going to try that? Okay, cool. Oh, you going to try that? Okay. I don't need nobody. I'm going to do it. But that's not every, based on statistics, that's not every individual's own willpower. I will say any man who abandons their kids to only show up when that kid and that woman is happy to demand equal rights can suck a bag of dicks. Truth. Hmm. Well, I got a scenario. I remember uh, I was dating somebody who I felt like I was going to get serious with. And as you know, I have a son. Mm -hmm. And I brought my son around that woman because this is somebody I was vibing with, right? Mm -hmm. And I got a lot of being cursed out, being harassed by the mother of my my child because she was like, you just don't do that. That's not Mm -hmm. respectful. That's very disrespectful. I'm, you know, legend's mother. You can't just do that. Me Me and her have to meet before she comes around my son. And at the time I was young, I didn't get it. But I learned that. And that's how I look at this situation. Like, yeah, you know what? Maybe those two should meet. You know what I'm saying? Does no one feel like that's the case? No, I don't think you're wrong for feeling like that. I mean, I think it's each is their own. And I, I know for me, I've dated people that had kids. And, you know, they try to put me around their kids. And I'm just like, you know what? Honestly, that person has an active father. Even if you don't want to introduce us, I'm going to find my way to introduce because it's disrespectful. But I'm just saying, like, for me, like, I wouldn't do it because it's not going to matter anyway. He's going to feel how he feels. He's... Not gonna like the person, even if I do have respect. I get that. Still, you get what I'm saying? I because get it. we don't get along, it's like 
here, Omari, this is mm-hmm. a, he's still gonna be like, fuck that nigga, I don't care. You know what I mean? He's just and, still and again, <laughs> it's less about the men. It, it the whole conversation it's is the kids. The, the whole conversation from at least at the lens that I'm seeing it through in here and how I'm hearing it is about what the man is entitled to. It's all about what serves the kid their best in, at their best interest. I agree. You know, one thing when people say, "Oh yeah, True. damage is a great choice for the show." Like, why'd you choose damage? One of the things that I think is the most appealing about you is your relationship <clears throat> with your son. And <clears throat> most black men, I'm gonna put it out there. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Most black Perhaps. men are absent in their kids' lives. Then turn around to blame the system or the man or the bitch or the this on why their kid ain't shit. So mm. I know for me personally, you know, when I talk, when I hear guys talking about, yeah, 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 my kid, as if it's a product. Yeah. It's a human life I that's that. going to have an effect on our, our world for the rest of the life. So I just don't get it. And I and I look sure. at Russell, you know, at first I was there was a little circumspective. Why is he trying to be with Sierra? Was you know because you know niggas be when it comes to like an April two point five million followers, niggas want clout. Like they'll get with a girl because they get get clout at least in this industry. So at first I thought it was a clout thing, but when I saw how he mm. stayed abstinent until they got married because he wanted to respect the purity of the relationship mm-hmm. to come in and take on <laughs> what was that uh, about? Oh okay okay. But some men do that. Uh huh. Some men do that. Sure. Okay. All right, I have another question. Before we get off the future thing, right? Because he was talking about, like, if I was with you, you wouldn't even be talking about your ex. You're suing me for money and your husband's rich. How do y'all feel about that? Do you feel like that's, like, a shot at Russell? Like, if I was with a woman and she's trying to sue her ex and I'm rich, I'd be like, yo, chill. Like, let's move on. Like, no, how do y'all feel about because that? Because her getting with another man with money doesn't take away his obligations to it's that true. kid. But that's not what the lawsuit is about. It's not about the What's the lawsuit about? The lawsuit is about some, like, defamation on Twitter. It's when they were being petty at each other, and she tried to sue him. Well, well, let's go back. She's a brand. Right. She's a brand. Mm. She's a brand. It's just like Rihanna and her dad. She's a brand that, well, that nigga, well, she owe that nigga money, but. (laughs) No, no, because she's still a fucking brand. listen, listen. No, but meaning Sierra was a woman who. Started her musical career on her own, rose up through the ranks, then became notable in fashion because of she's a beautiful woman and she she was doing her thing. And although she's not had the success of a Beyonce or Rihanna, she established her own brand. And so when you get with a man who's used to fucking with strippers or hoes on the block and then they start shitting on you, now you shitting on my brand. Absolutely, I'm coming for you. So how do you feel about that? I say I agree with Jason. Mm. And we can leave it there. Okay. What's up, guys? It's time for another Hollywood hookup. So, you you know, we in Hollywood and, you know, me and you, we go on a lot of auditions and interviews, just trying to get our brands out there. And sometimes you got to look the part, but you want to look fly. That's why I mess with Untuck It, right? So Untuck It specifically makes shirts designed to be worn untucked. So if you're going on that interview on Mm -hmm. that audition and you want to look the part, you got to rock with Untuck It. Guys. Come on. You could even wear it at the office. I know we at the studio right now, right. but you know, if we had to step into some office spaces, I'm rocking with Untuck It. Still gotta look fresh. Okay. All right. So with more than 50 fit combinations, Untuck It shirts look great on people that's tall like me. You could be short, slim, or even athletic. You know, if you're in the gym, you lifting heavy. <laughs> you know, Untuck It got a shirt for you. It's got a, you got your muscles. It's you know good, what I'm saying? Good for muscles. Nice, nice little tight fit. Got you. <laughs> so this is what you gotta do. Go to untuckit.com or visit one of Untuck It's 50 stores across the US and Canada. Yeah, they're even in Canada. Wow, that's dope. Untuck It even offers free shipping and returns on all orders in the U.S. Yes, sir. 
So if you want the perfect fitting shirt, regardless of your shape and size, try the original Untuck It shirt. It's for everybody. Use promo code UNLOCK for 20% off your first purchase. That's right. Hello. So Kamora Lee reportedly gets into a scuffle over a parking uh, spot. I don't know oh, if shit. you guys have ever had this situation. This is really <laughs> funny. So um, another fight broke out. A fight broke out between her and another driver over a parking space at FedEx in L.A. Um, they, they're saying that Kamora took off, and so the other woman called the cops. But later that day, Kamora contacted the police and filed uh, her own, you know, one of her own against the lady. Um, and now they're looking at surve surveillance footage to see what actually happened. Have you guys ever gotten to a hell yeah. over parking yep, spot? Especially at a FedEx. You know, that little <laughs> ass parking lot in FedEx. So you waiting for the spot and then somebody just swings right. by you. Yo, we throwing hands for that spot. For real, that's disrespect. <laughs> you see me waiting there all this time for this one ass parking space. So you try to slide in. But she has too much to lose, I feel like, to be sitting here but outside. you're still park human. It's like, goddamn parking spot. When you get filled with rage, you don't even think about what you have to lose. I will tell a story I don't think I've ever told on the show. So it's not a parking lot story, but it's a road rage story. So I used to work. So I've been in group homes. Then I went to work at a group home. So I'm in a group home. I actually have... Uh, I used to have cornrows because I had long I had long hair. And so I'm in the car. I have these two kids. We had just came from Target where they were buying school clothes. Mm -hmm. And I used to always talk about, you know, my story and how you can be successful and, you know, how to ma maintain your anger, maintain your, your cool and being not being angry. I have a black dude and a white dude in the car. White dude in the front seat, black dude in the back seat. So we rode. And this guy is, like, cutting me off. So I'm like, yo, you know, and I'm in my personal car, so I'm, like, trying to be careful. And he, he, he's white dude with a big white dude with a tie on. And he starts mm -hmm. yelling, you know, nigger, watch where you going, nigger. And I'm oh getting pissed. And so I'm thinking, oh, shit, okay, I'm about to lose my job. He pulls up on the side of us where the kid is and the windows are down. And he spits into my car from where he's. So his window's right here. We're right here. Never. Two lanes. He spits over into the car. So I'm like, bitch, pull over. Like, fuck it. Pull over. So he doesn't pull over. He pulls in front of me, stops his car, gets out. Yeah. Where it rush hour It's traffic. game time. But now I'm like, oh, shit. I got the kids in the car, though, because I had forgot when he spit in the car. I'm like, bitch, you know, it was just a reaction thing. So he comes, and he's standing by my window, and he's like, get out the car, motherfucker. Get out the car. I'm like, yo, you need to, you need to back the fuck away from my car. He reaches in to open my door, to open the door. <gasps> so now I push the door, and I get out the car. Squaring off with this dude in the street. We get into a big old fight. I'm on top of him, banging his head in the ground, punching him all in his face, all blood everywhere. He pulled, pulled, pulled my hair, everything. So I get back in the car, and the kids are sitting there looking at me. And the kid in the back was a black dude from, I think he was from Alabama. He says, man, you supposed to be a role model. <laughs> it was the funniest thing, but I remember, I remember getting back to the group home and walking in with blood all over me and my hair pulled out. And Yeah, once he spit on you, though, it's game time. Yeah. He should have never spit. That's where it went too far. Everything else probably could have been excused. Yeah, but once... He put his body fluids on you. The nigger thing was one thing. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. then the spitting can, was a second. Spitting. And the simple fact that you're trying to open up my motherfucking yeah. door, now you've invaded my, my, it's my game privacy. Time. When that spit flew in my car, yeah. I was like, oh, it's game time. you need your ass whooped. But that motherfucker was bold. He pulled in front of me. Shout out to the man from Coca-Cola. There was a Coca-Cola truck drive, uh, in traffic. He got out and was pulling us apart because I, I was really trying to kill him. He I mean, I was literally, I had my hand around his neck and I was banging his head in the ground. And so the sheriff comes. And I'm explaining to the sheriff what happened. And he was like, shit, did you kick his ass? I was like, yeah, I kicked his ass. Because by that time, he had drove away. Yeah. He was like, um, yeah, you should have kicked his ass. He was like, fuck that. You know, fuck that motherfucker. So I get back. I walk in. 
my boss at the time, Wes, and shout out to Sandra Weeks, my coworker. She's standing in the kitchen, and I walk in, blood everywhere, hair pulled out. They, they thought I had beat up one of the kids, <laughs> and I had to explain what happened. But I just feel like people nowadays feel like they can say and do anything to yeah, you. In the car. It's like they feel like it's this this protective screen over them in the car. People say crazy things to me all day when I'm driving in traffic. I just nervous with that shit because people are really like, Crazy. crazy now yeah. and you the don't gun know shit. Gun. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. So now I just be like, you can have the space. I got kids. I don't got time for that. See, this was when people, this was before people were like getting shot in their car. Like now, road rage, you cut me off. Fuck you, motherfucking nigga. I'd be like, all right, Tim, have a good one. <laughs> Keep it moving. It's right. always an old white lady talking shit to me. <laughs> what she doing wrong? Not looking and cutting me off or coming out of parking space. I'm like, yo, she's like, what the fuck you want to do? I'm like, Really, lady? You feel like this car is going to protect you? Like, all right. But this is where this is where one, right. this is where you got to roll up on her and say, "Look, Betty White, I'll kill you, bitch." She'll leave you alone. Oh, I'll get out the car. But I don't want to talk about that. No, we we, <laughs> we not we love our we love our senior citizens. Yeah, we do. <laughs> all right. So Cardi B is Uh-oh. you know Cardi B for president. Can I just say that this woman she knows how to use her platform. Um, and she uh, has been very vocal about, you know, the government shutdown and has made all the news, CNN, MSNBC, everything. And so she's been really... Use your platform. Tommy Loren, um, the social troll who is clearly a racist and doesn't... Allegedly a racist, perceivably a racist. I don't know. She just don't seem to really like black people. Tommy Loren went on Twitter to poke fun at Cardi, and she said, looks like Cardi B is the latest genius political mind to endorse... The Democrats, keep it up, guys. Make America great again, 2020. And Cardi saw that a couple of days later and said, leave me alone because I will dog walk you. Facts. What do you think? She needed to hear that. Yeah. See, we, yo, we had a time where people just say anything on social media and they don't have to you know, like, be held accountable. <laughs> Cardi, you know, I don't want her to beat nobody's ass, but if she did have to, Tommy Lauren is like on the top of that list. Like Seriously, whoop her ass. She's just know. always in some shit. shit all the time. Like, <laughs> shut up. That's because she ain't, somebody ran up on her. Didn't a white woman run up on her at a, at That's a restaurant? That's what she needs. Some, no, some white women ran up on her at a restaurant telling her basically to get the fuck out because she was a racist. And let me say again, racism is only going to change when other white people stand up to white people. Right. Like, it ain't like, you know, I was watching, you know, Martin Luther King Day just passed and I've been watching old Martin Luther King and Coretta Scott King conversations. And I will take a moment to say, I've made a joke on the show before about Coretta Scott King in humor, mm-hmm. just being funny or whatever. But I watched a video interview of her with um, a guy from 2020 right after uh, Martin Luther King died. And I mean, she's such a phenomenal woman. I knew she was phenomenal and I knew he's phenomenal. But to listen to her, to listen to her power right after Martin Luther King died about her family <clears throat> and about her vision for the country and peace and this and that, I mean, those type of people are off limits. So I take that. I take them jokes back. Um, but <laughs> um, yeah, I think white people need to stand up. More white people need to stand up yeah. in the face of uh, racism because that's the only way it's going to go away. Well, I'm that's glad so somebody true. pressed her. Me too. Press her. She needs some teeth knocked. Hooray for Cardi. For we love Cardi. All right. So uh, Kamala Harris is in the news. Yeah. Uh, you know, I love. Uh, is it Kamala or Kamala? Well, Kamala. Kamala Harris. Um, I remember back in my union days working um, to help get Kamala elected in the Bay Area. And uh, she was our attorney general in California, for, uh, I think two-term attorney mm-hmm. general. And then she's gone on to the Senate. And now she's running for, she's announced that she's running for president. 
I'm happy that she's she's a woman of color, and I'm happy that she's running for president. But I'm sorry, she ain't gonna get it. She ain't gonna get it. She's not gonna get it. Why you say that? Because you're from the Bay, right? Why don't you think she's gonna get it? Not for any scandal or any other reason than that. Kamala, for me, with what's going on right now, hasn't proven herself enough. Mm. And you don't think she got time? She got some time. I think she has some time, but I think if Joe Biden puts his hat in, his name in the hat, I'm 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 rocking with Joe. And and Obama needs to come back as the vice president. He's not doing that. Right. Don't ever knock. Don't ever. He's not. How? So? He said it. He's did he? Yeah. He's like they done. Him and his wife said it. Like we're 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 good. They look so much happier now. I feel like they're making a lot of real change Obama, now that Obama they're not. Obama got a lot of gray hairs, yo. Yeah. And he it, got gray real fast. Obama's still fine. They've been he making is. some real change outside of that seat. Like they've been really making some real change. They are. They are. Well, right now Michelle Obama's voted the most uh, influential woman in See? the world. I like that. Um, and so she'd be a great vice president. But anyway, if oh. Joe Biden, <laughs> if Joe Biden puts his name in the hat, I'm rocking with Joe. Not Bernie. Bernie not gonna make it all the way through. Uh, Joe and all these other people that are running, I, I don't see it for them. Right. I just don't. But I think we're gonna have some good contenders. Yo, Bernie and Joe, I like that. I like. We just, I like need, how we just need Trump gone. Now, Nancy Pelosi for president. She has been man. Nancy Pelosi has been. She is fucking Trump's whole shit up right now. Because <laughs> Trump wants to, you know, she wanted to go visit the um, the people fighting the war or, mm-hmm. or the, the military. She wanted to go visit the military. He shut that down. So now he wants to do a State of the Union. Now she shut that down. So he's learning the balance of power in our government is right. real. And, and and I think the best part about it all is that Nancy Pelosi Nancy Pelosi has been a thug in the government for years. And now you have to go to the table and, and deal with this woman who ain't gonna let you grab her by the pussy. She ain't with the shit. (laughs) She's not gonna let you grab her by the pussy. Can't touch it. That's dope, though. You can't touch it. Okay, Okay. anyway. (laughs) Oh, shit, my bad. He was really in it still. He still was like this. All right, so there is a Native American, one of the founding fathers of our country. Um... Is that even accurate? So a video went viral with Nathan Phillips, who's 64, who's a Vietnam veteran. Um, he saw these young kids um, in D.C. fighting, who had MAGA hats on, fighting against these black Hebrew Israelites. So he basically wanted to turn this up, negative event into a positive one by playing a spiritual song. And um, they started to attack this, you know, war veteran. So what do you, well, you mean attack like physically? Like he put hands like, on him? No, just kind of yelling at him and just standing in front of him while he's playing the spiritual song and... You know, they're just it's like antagonizing. antagonizing him. In a At least that's what the clips show. It, yeah. Now, more footage has come out. And apparently what happened is the black Hebrew, Hebrew Israelites were attacking these young white kids. I believe that. And all these young <laughs> white kids did have on the Make America a great hat on or whatever. And so as they were attacking them, and I mean, literally like verbally abused, like cussing at them. That's and all what that, they do. <laughs> they then started a big chant. So as a group, they started chanting basically against the black Hebrew Israelites. Right. Then the Indian guy, uh, the the veteran, saw them and tried to do the whole peaceful thing mm-hmm. and try to draw you know them all together. But then what happened was there was a moment that caught this kid standing in his face, just looking at him with a smirk on his face while you see all the chanting in the background. And so that clip came out before everything else came out. Okay. So the kid has now released a statement saying, 
Like, he can stand on the steps and do whatever he wants to do, the, talking about the veteran. But these guys were attacking, attacking us, us, and now you guys have blown this all out of proportion and making it me look like I'm the bad guy when I didn't. But social media wasn't having it, and people went crazy. I even posted it because it looked a certain yeah, way. But crazy. But the crazy thing is that Donald Trump has everybody in America and in the world so uptight and so mad and so angry and so defensive that we're waiting for somebody to try to do some funny shit and we're ready to attack. Exactly. So what do you guys think about them just jumping to conclusions? Well, I don't know about the conclusions, but I know them Hebrew Israelites, they attack everybody wherever they at. They stand on the corner. They scream yeah. at people. They scream at you if you're black, white, Asian. They always got some real disrespectful things to say. And I can say this because I used to be a Hebrew Israelite, so this is coming from love. But the ones you see out there, those like those yeah. black, they always saying some foul shit. So I can see how... That all started. So you were a Hebrew Israelite. You were one of them? Um, yes. Not like that. Okay. What's there's the difference? Diff- there's a huge difference, but I was a Hebrew Israelite. But what is a Hebrew? I well, those people, like, they try to go out and try to convert people, but the way they do it is very aggressive and is very demeaning, and they, mm. they, they say things like they curse the Bible. Like, they just do things that's kind of outlandish. So it's like, you know how you got, like, Islam, and then you got people that do bad in Islam? It's not like the religion is bad. Those people are bad. There's always so, sections of something where people are doing some fucked up shit. So what is a Hebrew Israelite? Like, what do they serve? Do they, they serve God? Do they yeah. believe they're like They're, like, kind of like black Jews. There's a lot to get into. But long story short, there's a section of them that go out, and they're, they're trying to recruit people. But the way they do it is always super aggressive. I know y'all probably seen them downtown. Oh, I've, no, I've seen them in Times Square. Yeah, screaming at people. And it's never like nothing positive. It's, it's always really like... really intimidating and yeah, really negative. exactly. Yeah. So I can see how they brought that energy on themselves. Well, I think the unfortunate part, I mean, let's be clear. None of us think that America is being made great again. No, it's not. <laughs> because America was actually really good when Obama was here. <laughs> it was well, it seemed peaceful. good. So, yeah. so um yeah, I mean, when I th- when I look at that clip, of course, I immediately got angry because I think in my mind I have so many opinions already formulated mm-hmm. about where our country is on race because I think I think since Donald Trump's been in office, racism has found its way back to the top, and I think in a more aggressive and more overt mm-hmm. way than ever. I mean, I've never be- I've never Charlottesville is just one example of where you would have never thought a president would have came out and said there were good people on both sides, right? To try to bring equality to the responsibility of what happened in Charlottesville. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's unfortunate, but that guy has come out and spoke, and he's felt like he was being intimidated as well. And um, I don't know. What do you think about it? Um, Honestly, I was enraged, too, because I didn't know the full story, and now that I know it, it's like, oh, okay, I can't understand where those kids were coming from, you know, if they're being screamed at and attacked as well. So when I first saw it, because I only saw the clip, I was like, oh, my God, this little, you know, young white boy is kind of just attacking this older 64-year-old man, and it just looked really bad. But now I get it. I understand. Um, I don't know, man. It's just a lot happening. It's a lot happening. He stepped into the middle of the fire and... Got I'm not burnt. saying, yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not good. No, but, but it is. The racism thing is really serious because um, this weekend, honestly, um, when I was shooting my music video, I had a friend, and just to go to this story, I had a friend who came to see me and she was getting ready to get into the elevator to come upstairs. And this white man was standing outside the elevator. He goes, yeah, I'm getting on the elevator. She goes, okay, we all can get on the elevator. And he was like, absolutely not. And he got off and ended up walking up the stairs. But I'm like, really? Well, is let it him bad? Walk. But it's like getting so bad. Like you can't ride an elevator. It's not getting bad. It's being shown now. That's why I like what's going on for a little bit. Like, because before I feel like people were hiding it and it was like behind closed doors. I like when you know who somebody is. I just said, thank God well, I went down there. Cause I would have, well, I will, well, I will just wait. push back a little bit and say, I think it's getting worse is because, you know, 
racism didn't start in the era of social media. So you didn't really, you couldn't really see an issue in Alabama right. as quickly as you could see it now and it be multiplied and in your face all day long. Social media, whether it's somebody else's life better than yours or somebody else's situation better than yours or something really, really bad or somebody dying, like Philando Castile, how many of us sat there and watched that image over and over and I over do it. and was... sent it to people and shared it with people and report, like, you know, it, we became consumed with it. And I feel with anything, if you are consumed with it, it will start to eat you up inside and, and deteriorate any type of light that you would have. And I think yeah. that we do live in an era now where there's a hashtag, Black Lives Matter, where you can literally search it and all day long scroll through how we're getting fucked. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, on a lighter note, just to not to blow anybody off, um, no pun intended, there was a man <laughs> on a passenger train who um, masturbated and then uh, after he let off, he wiped it off on a pole and smoked a cigarette. Ew. Ew. Uh, I guess it's no different than than, than people peeing and stuff like nah, that. No, that's way like, different. Listen, <sighs> you never know when you got to just... Get it off. Get it off. Not on the train in front of people <laughs> and wiping on the pole. That's well, I don't think nasty. people should be exposing themselves anywhere. But on that note, on a lighter note, <laughs> we made it through a show. <laughs> All right, so do y'all want to say anything or plug anything before we leave? Of course. Check out my vlog with me and my son, man. Sunday Fun Day. That's S-O-N Day Fun on YouTube. Subscribe. Me and my son trying to do some positive things out here. So, you know, a black father and son running around L.A. making a mess. And still catch my record that I released. Should have known better on YouTube. Go on my page. You can see the video and all that good stuff. And go to thehollywoodunlock.com slash yeah. shop right here because Black Brands Matter. We're going to have some stuff up there. And we're going to be getting more into what happened with our Instagram and all of the things that affect black brands. Oh, and I'm about to launch something that's so amazing, but I'm going to tell you all next show. But until then, we out. Peace. Peace.